0: Hey guys, it's Dennis here with Revog Games, and I'm joined by...
1: Joshua Vayers, all the way from South Africa.
0: Yes, and this is our Omicron, weekly games... Omicron free. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, uh, this is our weekly games podcast. Uh, we tried to get something out last week, but it was Thanksgiving here in the U.S., and so, you know, our schedules were, were kind of all mixed around, we couldn't get anything done, so... This is kind of and there wasn't that much news uh, anyways yeah. uh, last week, just a little bit of stuff. Uh, so we kind of anything from last week kind of put in together with this week. So um, let's let's start off with the, one of the, th- the big news pieces was uh, there's a rumor or it's maybe more than just a rumor, a report that uh, Amazon Studios is in discussions with EA to develop a Mass Effect TV series. Um, So if people don't remember, Amazon is already working on a Fallout series. And apparently, since the Wheel of Time uh, series premiered, which is not a video game, but it's adapted from a... Have you you watched that, by the way? I have not yet, just because I'm trying to finish some other stuff, Mm -hmm. even though I I do have it. I, I told you, like, I suddenly got back into The Witcher, so I'm like trying to finish up The yeah. Witcher, and then I've been watching The Great. I don't know if people have been watching that show on on Hulu, trying to finish that up. Um, so as soon as I and then you know we'll talk about it later when we do our non-spoiler arcane review, but that you know mm. I, I binge watched that, and so that, you I know, I mean
1: that was binge worthy. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've heard I've heard about the um, I already forgot the name of it the the show that we just mentioned on Amazon. Uh, with uh the Wheel of, of Time. It. Wheel of Time, yeah. I've heard really good things about it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's based I on
0: just, a book famous or a yeah. very popular book series, much like how Game of Thrones was.
1: It looks interesting. I'm wondering if that was also a case of like, possi- well, I don't know where they filmed it, but I'm just wondering if that was a case of sharing assets with the Lord of the Rings show because it seems like you would use similar assets in terms of filming.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, Amazon seems to, and I think a lot of places are doing this as well. It's like, they're, like, no longer doing the small shows anymore, you know? They're yeah. like, oh, no, we need to make these big splashes to get people to subscribe to our services, and that's kind of where this Mass Effect thing falls in, right? It's already, yeah. already got a built-in fan base. People have been saying they want to see. Remember, I think there was a Mass Effect movie in development at, at some point, but um, mm-hmm. I'm glad that it's turning to TV series. I mean, it's much like a lot of these things. Like, the stories are just too, too big. I'm glad Amazon's it
1: like out of all the streaming services like i I would also actually be okay with netflix doing this because Mm -hmm. netflix does do space well Mm -hmm. like all 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 their like sci-fi series that i've seen like the deal with space like they really capture it really well you know what i mean um even the really like lower budget almost like soap opera-esque sci-fis like the the acting might be cheesy but like the space looks good you Mm -hmm. know what i mean um so, yeah, but I'm, I'm happy with Amazon because you know they're going to throw money at this. You know what I mean? And that's the nice thing about space is it's pretty easy to pull off in CGI in terms of, like, budget. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's gonna it's still going to cost you, but it's not going to cost you as much as what it would to hire, like, 100 orcs in New Zealand. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> for, like, multiple weeks of filming and things like that. It's going to be a little easier to do, you know?
0: Um, yeah, for the for the streaming services, there's only kind of three that I, I feel comfortable doing. Handling so, uh, something of this big budget. Obviously, one is Amazon, mm-hmm. the other is Netflix, and then the other is HBO. Um, yeah. I feel like the rest of the streaming services, uh, you know, they, they, like they also make great shows, but they just don't do. They don't do the big big stuff, you know, with that yeah. costs a, a lot I've of never, money.
1: I've never seen HBO do good sci-fi though. You know what I mean? I'm like, not they talking do about very s- good period pieces though.
0: Yeah, I'm not talking about so, yeah, sci-fi. I'm just talking about just overall like with fantasy or whatever, yeah. just big budgeted um productions that are basically the equivalent of, you know, movies, right? They they're making if this,
1: if this is true though, Dennis. If these rumors are true, it's going to make so many people happy. I know I always say that about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um just not gonna you I, I try not to think about it because obviously the first thing i think of when i hear about adaptations is the cowboy bebop show that i've been watching which is mm-hmm. like it's bad but but also sometimes good but sometimes bad and it's like they didn't really nail it but it's one of those things where it's a step in the right direction like live at ad, live ad, ad, adaptations still have a while to go in terms of well anime live adaptations mm-hmm. i need to be specific on that still have a like a long while to go but that was a step in the right direction um that being said for years, like since mass effect 2 people have wanted a tv show yeah, because okay. the interperson like the like the interpersonal relationships between crew members is like it's so good you know what i mean like you can do so much of the show where you don't even have to have action you know what i mean mm-hmm. like like I, like it's like almost soap opera esque in terms of like if you think about it that way but not really you know what i mean just i I love that there's so much interpersonal relationships the story of mass effect is great it has a long like overarching um uh, story so they'll be able to like i don't want to say milk it but they could be they could milk it in a way that it doesn't seem like they're milking it you know like there's that much to build off of they're obviously going to cut a lot out because they have to you know yeah
0: yeah i mean it's 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 very dense in terms of the world and and all the different Mm. characters i mean the you know, uh, they interviewed x uh, ex-Bioware writer, um, David Gator. I, th- I think that's how you pronounce his name. And he, he, one, was happy that they were doing a TV series instead of the movies. Um, you know. And then he was talking about uh, just Dragon Age and Mass Effect in general. Um, There's just he is still worried though because of all the different characters and all the different relationships like you mentioned and having to kind of pick and choose which ones yeah, they're, they're gonna, gonna be
1: to a lot they're but, gonna have to cut entire worlds like yeah. they'll still mention they'll they'll mention it they'll be throw they'll be like throw throw i don't want to say throwbacks what's the like they'll be mentioning people that they can't put in the show you know yeah like a lot like a lot they do that a lot with uh, adaptations where it's like they'll mention someone in conversation but they won't have but they don't have the budget or time to put mm-hmm. put that person in the show. So they'll, instead they'll tell a story about this person they once met or something. So I feel like that's the route they're going to take with a lot of these characters. Um I'm assuming pretty much all the characters you can romance will be in, in the show obviously because they'll have to like romance cells, you know what I mean, or well sex cells and space sex cells <laughs> more specifically I suppose. Uh but yeah, it's I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be very drama-orientated, though. Yeah. Like, very uh, space drama, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think the thing is, is what he was mentioning, I understand his concern, was that, that, yeah, there's not enough time for all of them. But the thing is, is any adaptation is like that, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And it can still be good. So I I, I understand his concern, but but at the same time, it's not like at the end-all be-all, because... You know, for example, we just talked about like Game of Thrones, it's a book series, lots and lots of stuff. I've only like you know partially uh, gone through the first book, but there's tons of stuff that's in, I mean, it's mentioned in the first book. The Lord book of
1: that's... the Rings, like the Lord of the Rings trilogy, that was long. That's that's a nine hour trilogy, Dennis. That still doesn't scratch the surface, yeah. of how much lore there is to Lord of the Rings. Like, they yeah. had to cut so much.
0: Yeah, but that's what my point is is like the Lord of the Rings movies were good, Game of Thrones was good, and they had to cut a bunch of stuff. So the them cutting stuff or cutting relationships or cutting storylines in let's say Mass Effect or Dragon Age, for example, is it's just something that has to happen. And and and, mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate and people are getting upset at certain characters that don't, you know, get to see get like the focus, or the spotlight, or their storylines—I mean—but that's it. Just happens. That's what's going to happen, and you can still tell something good. I mean, let me see here. Uh, why is this Wikipedia being such a pain in the ass? I'm trying to get the the. Here we go. Ch-ch-ch-ch- This Wikipedia is not <laughs> like I'm trying to look at the list of characters, and then it's just
1: like supposedly Henry Cavill would be more than happy to play uh, Shepard. Yeah, but, but isn't think... it?
0: Didn't he say he's gonna do Witcher for like the next like six years?
1: Yeah, I was gonna say it literally all depends on like will like uh, the film film look uh, well. It's just if things will line up or not, you know. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we don't have like a mustache situation. god um
0: yeah this this wiki is not organized very well no wonder they have fan wikis instead of regular wikis Mm -hmm. because regular wiki does not
1: uh i mean also just with the like success of the um like star wars discovery is getting quite well received right now you know what i mean even though it's moved like it's Like sci-fi is, um, it's one of those things where I worry about the genre. Where it's like, is it overplayed? But at the same time, it's not because I watch so many of them and I never Mm -hmm. get bored. You know, I don't know. You just can't get bored of space. Well, the
0: thing is, it's always about quality, right? It's, uh, Mm -hmm. and and we'll talk about uh, Arcane in, in a little bit. But like, remember when people were like, you can't make anything good from video games in terms of like movies or TV or whatever. And it's like I always say, it's like. Dude, it's always the resources, it's the talent, it's the understanding. Eventually, you can do it. There's no, like, st- set rule of, 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 like, no, you can't make a good movie from, you know, X or Y or Z or whatever. So, I feel like, yes, you know, if there's a ton of science fiction series, sure, things get oversaturated. I mean, you talk about the superhero genre is, like, plentiful but I'd say for a majority part, most of them are good. You're, you're, you're not all of them. Like I didn't really care for the, like the Venom series. Um, yeah. But some people did, and they enjoyed them. That's fine. But like you know, not I all they were
1: entertaining. But they weren't like, like I'm not like there, there. There's a certain feeling I had watching Infinity War. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And Endgame, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Like, but but yeah, it's 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 a thing of um. I always forget the term uh sorry for anybody who's listening or watching now i'm running on like i've been awake for almost 17 (laughs) or 18 hours um it's sorry genre fatigue that's the term yeah yeah like genre fatigue does sit in some people get tired of superhero movies you know but the
0: whole Um, point is you've got to change them up that what they get tired of is it's not the genre it's it's what you're doing with
1: it so well like the initial deadpool did so well because they changed it up completely you know Here's, here's the thing. I don't see this being bad. The only way I can see this being bad is if the actors are bad. It's the only way. I can well, see if this the series, yeah, I mean, the
0: series is bad
1: or whatever, but you know. Yeah, but I I like I well I mean the okay it's the script adaptation could be tricky as well. Like yeah. that's going to be a very difficult job for anybody. Anybody who undertakes the script for this is going to either love or hate their uh, their life depending on how much they enjoy their job. You know what I mean? It's going to be a hell of an undertake an undertaking to do the script for this. But in terms of directing, I feel like um, if you've got the budget and you know what you're doing, it should be a breeze. You know what I mean? Uh, So it really does, in my opinion, it, it, it it weighs heavy on the actors and the script writer, the guy who's adapting the script.
0: Well that's the thing is right now they don't know if it's gonna be an original story or it's gonna take what what's already been done. I assume they're gonna take stuff that's already we been want done.
1: Commander if we don't get Commander Shepard, what's the point?
0: And also all the other characters. I mean obviously like yeah. we mentioned they're not gonna be able to put all of them in, they're gonna to have to cherry pick which ones. I mean, I'll be upset if they don't have if Morden is isn't in there and have his whole storyline with his race I, and I am and,
1: worried about the action. I will say that because because Mass Effect is such a dialogue heavy game. Mm-hmm. I worry that they put less effort into the action of the show. Like, hope, hopefully, that's something that doesn't happen at all. Where it's I'm like, actually hey, worried. Yeah, the other, I'm worried
0: the opposite. So. I'm worried they're gonna they're gonna focus too much on the action and, and not enough on the characters and in stories yeah. and dialogue and all that stuff.
1: Uh, that's it's, like it's it's definitely got to have its balance. Like yeah. I would say it needs more dialogue than action because that's how Mass Effect is. I just th- I just hope it's not all dialogue and no action. As long as there's like. 20 maybe 25% of action in there where like at least every episode there's they, like it can't be like every like they can't be like a, a whole 20 to 30 minute episode where it's just dialogue and nothing happens which is what I'm worried about because there's just because there's so much dialogue to have to go through you know what I mean as long as they can include like one good fight per like episode <laughs> i think that'll be worth it you know then yeah. again it, it, this is also like by the time this if this is true by the time this comes out like it's gonna
0: be years before this comes out gonna years. We're, like, look,
1: we're, we're gonna be talking about the last of us part two before you know what I mean? like well that's actually coming out soon sorry the, not the last of us part two wow i'm tired the last, the last of last us part one tv show yeah um, <laughs> Whatever they do, yeah. yeah
0: i mean that's coming out when the end of next year i believe is mm-hmm. is is for that tv series yeah this will be if they're talking about it now it's one it's not even locked in then they got to go through the process. They probably are not going to be able to get anything done till twenty twenty-three. A lot on their plate as well. Twenty, you know? yeah, twenty twenty-three, twenty twenty-four. Yeah. In 2024, 2023, that's, that's my guess. And, and, you know, we got to see what the storyline... Obviously, the ending was very controversial for people. I was lucky in the sense of when I f- played the game and finally got to the end ending, it was the revised ending. They had already... Yeah. They didn't fix it because people were still upset with it, but it was the one that wasn't quite as bad as... <laughs> As, yeah. as the first one it was a little more explained I think the, the issue yeah I think the, the the problem with the ending I talked a lot about this with um, one of my friends who's a big Mass Effect fan as well is that the the, the series never kind of told us that the the, the the series was about that right at the end like they just kind of kind of veered like hard left or hard right at the end. It was like, "Oh, this was is what the series was about?" Like that's not what we, th- you know what I mean? Everything they had like shown us and talked about before was like, you know, uh not on that angle and then so when they kind of kind of revealed that at the end, it it just kind of took took people by surprise and especially the first version of the ending where things are really not explained well. And the second version revised one does a better job, but still not perfect. Um, But yeah, so I I feel like they, they will change that ending. And and if, if they decide to follow the, the main shepherd storyline that we see in the, in the three mass effect movie or uh, games,
1: I can see David Gator's issue with it Mm or well his, worries Mm -hmm. david gator the former bioware lead writer and it's like well his worries are the same worry of any video game adaptation which is most video games have you create a character they're not fleshed out like they are the character you created Mm -hmm. you choose whether they're male or female you know what i mean you choose the decisions that they make so it's like they kind of have to create their own protagonist you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um or flesh them out with the decisions and stuff like that so they got to choose that and like, he raises a good point where it's like, you now got to choose, like, if if the Dragon Age uh, character is going to be male or female, then you end up isolating an entire gender or whatever. I don't think it will be, like, that heavy of an issue, but it is one of those things where people people who love these games and play these games play them in a certain way, and they mm-hmm. might not see the character that they played in these shows, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: if we look at other shows that are very similar to that, like Monster Hunter... I like Monster Hunter. I was really, really good. And it didn't, like, it didn't have anything to do... Well, I mean, they decided to make the main character a freaking army soldier, which is so, like, not in the game at all. And it worked, you know what I mean? It... it, As far as I can tell, nobody was like... Nobody was like, oh, this is amazing. But nobody was like, oh, this is horrible. You know, everyone was like, this is fairly entertaining, you know? And you got Mm -hmm. to see enough of the Monster Hunter world. Ron Perlman was odd in it but think but it was, it's always good to see his <laughs> face um yeah i think like i like i i just i'm just worried that it might be boring and that's the only thing i don't want it to be as boring i actually i would rather it be bad than boring literally i would much rather it be bad than boring because if at least it's bad you can like laugh at it and enjoy it in that way but if it's just boring that will be that'll be a killer you know what i mean
0: We'll see. I mean, Amazon—they didn't start with the Expanse. Expanse was started on the Sci-Fi Channel, and then eventually they picked it up. But maybe they can take some of the experience that they learned from from that and move that along to to the Mass Effect series. But, anyways, uh, just to end on the topic, this is just a report. It sounds like it's it's a pretty solid report, but nothing's been signed. Nothing's in stone yeah. right this is well, just
1: saying dragon age as well right they're saying possi- this is a possibility for dragon age as well for being a tv show tv show yeah um so it's... he's saying that it's, it's a it's a massive it's a, the mass effect amazon deal is going well and then they said there's a possibility for dragon age as well um which i would love to see but i think pulling off dragon age will be a lot more difficult like it's, e- it's easy to like do a, a tv show set in like that fantasy kind of esque which we've seen like the witcher game of Thrones, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But it's another thing where it's like pulling off magic, high budget magic is going to be expensive and very easy to get it wrong and look bad. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like even Harry Potter, like to, like Harry Potter didn't exactly like they had their big wizard battles, but it like it costs a lot of money and a lot of bu- time and budget. And even then it was like, they simplified it to that point of like two people pointing wands at each other and like flicking it away or something. Like only in the later movies that they make those giant arching beams, and it's like if I'm thinking of if I, if I think of Dragon Age, almost like 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 even like even like all the, most of the characters have like magical abilities or these like mm. giant flashy moves, you know, and that's part of the that's part of how epic it is, and just a, well I mean yeah, dragons are difficult to pull off. Game of Thrones did it, but Game of Thrones had the had like an incredible budget you know what i mean that and they built up to it
0: they like you on day one it wasn't huge dragons flying around right they just they started hinting at it teasing at it once in a while you'd see a dragon in an episode um and then towards the end when one they had the bigger budget and then the the dragons were more vital to the storyline that's when they came out and you saw full-on like visual effects for for them in battle and whatnot but they didn't start off that way. so. If, all right.
1: they, if they did have to follow the original Dragon Age origins, it would work out well because the first dragon you fight is pretty much only at the end of the game, yeah. which would be at the end of the series if they decided to do that.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Let's move on to our next topic, which is a big one. It's kind of a multi-topic mm. thing. Uh, Halo Infinite. Uh, let's start with the, the big one. It's coming out next week, next Wednesday, December 8th. The full-on game. Look, most people... I've already been playing the quote-unquote beta, but basically it's 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 the the free-to-play full game, and we'll talk a little bit about some of the criticisms that have, have appeared and 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 fixes that three four three has done. But anyways, the campaign trailer launched uh, a couple days ago. I saw it, got me hyped. Did you see it, and what do you think?
1: I, I actually didn't see it. I'm oh, purposely okay. not choosing to see it because at this point. It's it's set, it's six days away. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm just gonna play it. Okay. Like, it's it's, it's I don't, good. Like, I'm sure the trailer is spoiler free, but I do not want to risk it. Or not spoiler free, but it's one of those things where like, I don't want any. I don't want to see any like cut scenes that could be happening in chapter three or whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I want to. I, I don't. I want to go in blank slate. Yeah, there's excited.
0: some parts in it where I'm like, not storyline um, things, but like maybe just enemy things where I'm like, yeah. is that. Is that from the end of the game or something? I don't know. Anyways, yeah, I don't like, think they, they, I don't like, I don't they think do it that is. A lot, you know, they but, uh them, like, yeah.
1: Anime does that a lot. Where yeah. it's I hate it when anime does this. Like they have their they have their intro, but their intro is based off of like the best clips of that season. And it's like you're, if you're on episode one, you're watching like uh you're literally watching like a, a 10 second highlight of a fight that happens in twenty episodes. And you're like, why are you showing me this now? You know. Yeah. And I, I I get it. It's the build hype, but. Most people don't want to see that, you know. It's yeah. like it'll be so much more magical to experience those bosses later on. You know what I mean? Or those. Um, yeah. The, Anyways, like, it's it's it's
0: right. good. It got me hyped. Like I said, I haven't looked forward to a Halo game in a while. I'm uh, just
1: hyped because of the the grappling hook in multiplayer. Like that's got me hyped for the solo. Like I can't wait to be flinging my way around maps, shooting. Stuff. There,
0: there's this one sequence yeah. in here that's pretty badass, and it's it's shot from the. FPS perspective. It's not a cutscene. It just shows oh, wow. it just shows Master Chief running through a uh, like a fighting series of where he switches. He fires one weapon, switches another weapon, fires, changes to the gravity hammer, and then he uses a grappling hook to grab this energy thing and throw it. It, it just it looks really cool. Uh, anyways, it, that's the first part. Big thing next week. I can't wait. Too bad there's no co-op co-op is not going to be out for a while yeah. otherwise you and me could yeah, play not yet. it
1: um mm. but that is actually really sad like yes that's but, sad but i would assume it can't take too long you know what i mean well they like, said they're talking like january they're, no february no they pushed it back yeah well, I, more than like i think too, so wow. yeah i think it's gonna I be like march oh my god I think oh my god yeah. I was thinking February at the latest. Like, that's bad. If it's they, Gavis I think Fox.
0: they may get the Forge out earlier than co-op uh, just because the Forge yeah. is necessary for kind of the, the community um, to build yeah. upon. But I, I, I do think the co-op probably isn't coming out for a while because they keep saying that. I think it's more difficult because of the way they set up. Remember, it's, it's semi-open world now. So it's yeah. just a whole lot harder to do. Um,
1: There's a lot, a lot more things like a lot more instances, a lot more yes. things that could like collide. I, I completely understand that.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. So let's talk about. Um,
1: the Progression system.
0: Yes. Okay. So Halo Infinite came out. Everyone was raving about it. How fun it was to play. How awesome it, that Halo was back. How it felt like the old Halo. A lot of rave reviews. Um, but after the rave reviews started, the criticisms. I mean. You know, wouldn't be the gaming community without some some controversy or backlash or whatever. So the main complaint is that the game feels uh, too grindy. The progression system is too slow. Um, Like some of the you know unlockables are just it takes too long to get to because they were only giving 50 XP per game that you played, Um, and they also don't have performance based um, XP. You know, yeah. like if you're the number one player in in the game you just played, or you pulled you off like a, a triple boost. kill or a killing spree or whatever,
1: yeah, you don't get like extra XP. Um, so the worst part about that, Dennis, means that you can just join a game and not do anything, go watch TV, come back and just get the XP. Yes. You know okay. I
0: mean? So I'm kind of mixed on that. Okay. One, they they did update some stuff to make things better. One, they the 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 performance-based stuff is going to take longer, right? Because it's just it's just not built into the system. They have to, to fix that. That's going to take a little more time. But to start off, they're giving more XP. They're basically encouraging people to play every single day, at least one game a, a day, Because, or actually encouraging you to play at least six to seven games a day because the first game you're now getting 300 XP. Uh, the second game, you're in 200. third game, you're getting 200. Fourth game, you're getting 100. Fifth game, 100. Sixth game, 100. And then seventh game, 50. And then every game after that, you're getting 50. So instead of the like the 50 that you were going to get before, you're getting a lot more. So you're not getting... So normally, before this change, you would only get 350 XP total if you played seven games. Right? Now yeah. you're getting... let see. Seven, eight, nine. You're getting 1,050 XP if you play seven games
1: it's i mean it's definitely better yeah like i mean i i can't remember the i can't remember it too well but i remember was it was like every second or third game you would only get xp initially
0: yeah yeah
1: or something like that it was yeah i, I didn't mind it at first because you know at first when when the game like launched you were just we were, just, we, were just, we were just playing the game i wasn't really too focused on yes the progression system which, I wanna, which i
0: want to which i want to get into yeah.
1: I was just uh, so busy focusing on the game, and then once I realized it, I was like, "Oh wow, it's gonna take very long to complete this battle pass." Yes. And even then, I, I was thinking, I was like, "This is possible, but it's only possible to complete it because they extended the first season of the battle pass to you know? May." Yeah. That's the only reason I thought it'd be possible to grind it. But then even then, you would be grinding to yeah. get like the the flames and the stuff like the end the end stuff there, you know. So I'm glad that they I'm glad they changed that yeah. at least. Some uh, people were. There were a lot of people complaining about um, microtransactions. Um, there was a threat about it because Halo was able to bring back a lot of old gamers. Yes. I mean, like older like older gamers who yeah. may, may not be... They still consider themselves gamers, but they don't really game as, as often as maybe you or I do. But mm. they came back and for a lot of them it this was their first game with microtransactions and they were like <laughs> like there were so many threads of people just going this is this is never going to work we should just boycott it if we don't if we don't spend money on microtransactions they'll stop it and like everyone every, any and then you see all the younger people going but this is how games as a service works it's free you got the game for free you know you, you, yeah, didn't, yeah. you didn't buy the game and it, the, oh, it's it, it was such a dumb argument okay so i
0: yeah. uh, i am The funny thing about that is I'm in the middle of both sides because, look, I I game probably more often than, let's say, your average older gamer or whatever. Um, But I'm also not like a full time, like I'm gaming all the time. Right. Mm. Um, But I have kind of a mixed view or viewpoint on this, which is. Yes, it's games as a service the microtransactions pay for the service and I'm actually surprised some of these older gamers are complaining because the way I see it I actually think some of the the complaints about the the grindiness of the battle pass while warranted I'm not saying they're unwarranted yeah the the the, the criticism is correct but I think it's overblown I think people are going too crazy over the stuff because I come from an era of like There's no way they're giving you the game. Number one, when you played the first Halo, right? Obviously, you got the campaign, so the campaign is not free. But let's just set that aside. Let's talk about the multiplayer. In order to play Halo, the first... How many games? First three, four, five uh, in the series, right? The first three. Well, actually, all of them until now, right? The multiplayer. You have to buy the game. Number one, you got to buy the game. Number two, there's no... Like, super progression level in terms of, like... Like when you played Halo One in multiplayer, when you play the game, there's no art, different armor you're getting. There's no different paint jobs. There's no. There's it's no not like, nothing. It's not
1: like Call of Duty, where you can grind to get different skins for your guns. Like you, even like old school Call of Duty, you would level up and then you get different guns and stuff. It's not like that, dude. You're right. It's just you jump in. You, you play the game. you're
0: playing the game. The main reason you're playing the game. Let me let me let me reiterate this. You're playing the game. And you mentioned this before—to have fun, <laughs> like you're, exactly. you're you're playing the game, the free game to have fun. Now, if you pay for the battle pass, like I did, right? It you you, you have a right to criticize the progression system because maybe you just mm-hmm. feel like it's 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 too slow. That's fine. But By people way, going, I, I want to
1: point out, people were criticizing the fact that you can. Um, they were criticizing the shop, not the battle pass. Mm-hmm. They were criticizing just specifically the fact that you can buy skin bundles. And was, for, I, which I don't understand because it's like the skins are they're just skins it's not yes. the, game. Yeah, the game it's not the collect- game it doesn't, does it doesn't improve you
0: it doesn't improve anything on your character and you can choose whether to buy the, 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 the skins or not just like yeah. I played Avengers right and remember like how how much the people hammered them for the costs, and the game also didn't have that many players also it was not a free to play game too you, you had to yeah. pay for it so that that's I a whole other right. yeah, yeah. Oh, whole other thing bucks you know i like some of the skins i just didn't buy them because you know yeah. i just chose not to them. Sp- yeah. I, I just yeah uh so that's kind of how i feel about the whole halo thing is is halo infinite thing it's like because people are going extreme like i'm boycotting this i'm not playing this anymore yeah. i'm like i'm like you're boycotting the game it's a free game you don't have to buy the skins. You don't have to pay for the battle pass if you don't want to. Or if you like my, myself that paid 10 bucks for the the battle pass, let's say I feel that it's too grindy and it's too slow and I didn't get my money's worth. I just don't buy the next one. You know what I mean? Like you exactly, don't yeah. the, the point is you don't have to buy the battle pass. You don't have to buy the skins. I'm always I'm always against things that like that help you in the game right like if you can buy a weapon that that gives you you know extra extra you know damage or you know what i mean that type of stuff unlimited
1: ammo or whatever yeah it's. Oof, i just blanked on what i was gonna say but yeah look you, you have a right to complain about the progression of the battle pass if you paid for it yes um but in terms of microtransactions when people talk about boycotting a game they're like look as long as if we don't if we don't spend money on it then they have to change their ways. And I was like, I agree with you. I agree with that. You do realize there are millions of children out there spending their parents' money and that we cannot stop that. And they're not going to join this boycott. Yeah. Like, they're just not. <laughs> it's, it's, whenever I see that argument made, they're like, we we can make a difference. And I'm like, no, dude. Unless, unless you have like a horde of just millions of children at your disposal to be like, hey, stop buying my... It's not going to happen. No. It's not going to happen, yeah. man.
0: Do, do I like the being able to get new and different armors and customized armors? Yes, I, mm-hmm. I think it's cool. It's fun, but that's not why I play the game. I, Ooh, I'd like rather you said the want... original
1: game. It was red and blue. Yes, you know what I mean. That was yeah. it. Like yeah. that, who cared about who cared about like what you looked like? Like I I will say I do like the battle pass for yeah. for Halo. I think a lot of the stuff you get is cool. If you if you finish the thing, you get the the flames on your head and your body, yeah. and you get the flame like all the the effects. And I was like, that looks so sick. I love that. But at the same time, if you can't enjoy the game without that, then like then there's something like. Then what's the point them. of the game? What's a well? And also,
0: what's the point of the game? Like, would you rather have a game that sucks, that's not fun, but has really cool progression? You know what I mean? Or do you want a game that's fun? I, ideally, you want both, right? And yeah. then I think I think this game once they kind of fix, fix the XP system, yeah, then it'll, it, it will have both. Right now, you know, it's their first free-to-play game. The gameplay is great. It's fun to play. Uh, You know, the progression system battle needs to get worked will, on.
1: Battle Passes will sort themselves out. It doesn't yeah. matter what game it is. The Battle Pass system in any game always sorts itself out because it really is a thing of like, even kids can see a, a really bad Battle Pass and not buy yeah. it. A good example is Apex Legends. The first like battle pass for that game came out, and people like just saw what was up for gra- like they didn't even regardless of progression, they just saw what was available, and they were like, "Oh wow, these skins are boring." No mm-hmm. one, no one got that first battle pass. The second season battle pass came out; it was infinitely better because they knew. Because you look at the money, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those things where uh, if if the battle pass is an issue, like they'll see that people won't people won't be buying it. You know what i mean or like you said you're not going to get the next battle pass they're going to get the hint if enough people do that yeah like it it, it just sorts itself out like, is a boycott necessary no nah, i don't think so because it's like calling for a boycott mm-hmm. it's one of those weird things because not everybody has a problem with the game you know what i mean yeah. a lot of people a lot of people love it they don't care about like even when the game first came out and the progression was really like really shitty mm-hmm. people were just like so happy to be playing halo they don't care you yeah. know what I mean? They're like, who cares about leveling up my my dude to look different? Like, I'm just put me in a game so I can shoot people. You know?
0: Yeah. Um. So there's something actually more serious that I think is worthy of criticism that they need to handle, is uh, the cheating bots. That's yes. something I believe that 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 directly affects your enjoyment mm-hmm. of the game, um, because you want to play against people based on skill, right? Whether Are they can kick your ass or not.
1: To get rid of crossplay for that exact reason. Yes. Yes. Because, yeah, the surge of cheaters on PC. So if you're on console, you're stuck with like cheaters because of the crossplay issue. Yeah,
0: because on the console you, you don't have the the cheating bots. Um so the PC players are, or sorry, the console players are asking to for crossplay to be cut. Uh and then PC players like myself are just asking please, you know, figure out a way to to get block a better the anti-cheat system. Yeah. Yes. Get the uh, get the bots out of there, you know. Um so we can play and, and, and have a fun time <laughs> a, a fair time as, as well so uh yeah uh i i do wish they had that uh capability they should have that anyways even if there weren't cheating bots, i feel like there should have a button an option to do cross play or not to do cross play because maybe exactly. you're a console player and you don't want to play against most someone that's stage, using a mouse look, and keyboard i personally like, using look, controller on my computer but some people you know most people probably no, are not
1: no, most games that are crossplay have the option in the settings to turn it on and off. Yeah. So hopefully,
0: hopefully they handle that. Um, yeah. So I just I feel like a lot of the the quote unquote controversy or backlash is just all much to do about nothing because it's one it's yeah. going to sort itself as out. It two it it doesn't detract from the actual fun of the game. Uh, and I think the cheating bots is a much more serious issue that needs to be handled. I'd ra- exactly. much rather
1: them work on that than I mean, than I can actually the mention this now to get this out of the way um, but that's pretty much the reason why they're getting rid of Titanfall from all shops like mm. you I mean if you own Titanfall good for you but they're removing it from all shops and it's basically because hackers and cheaters ruined it because they don't ha- like respawn doesn't have the uh, manpower necessary to tackle that issue so they're just dropping the game yeah for an old
0: game that they're not making money off of Mm -hmm. you know they're making much more they need to focus on apex legends they need to focus on you know the next star wars games yeah Yeah. and the new ip that they're like like,
1: cheaters is an issue now but they will have to fix it like people like there are i mean you still get so many cheaters on call of duty Warzone. Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but they but at least like they they were doing they were tackling that issue they were like, like trying to handle it it's still an issue which leads me to believe that this is an issue that's not going to be easy to fix nor is it something that's going to take it's going to take months for them like and i do mean months for them to try to fix this cheater problem you know yeah. it's not it's not an easy fix just looking at Call of Duty Warzone if it was an easy fix they would have fixed it like a year ago you know what i mean mm-hmm. but there's still like a flooding of cheaters on call of duty Warzone.
0: yeah i, I don't get the cheating thing anyways i'm talking about from the the, uh, the person side as well in terms of setting up the cheating bots like what, what do you gain I'm from sure, that
1: look i'm sure it's fun the first time like maybe the first like game or two but then after that it's like you got to be bored at some point right yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah, Then, that's... like i don't know i will say i play i it's, it's very rare but Sometimes I bump into a cheater on Valorant, and I say it's very rare because Riot has an incredibly good report system. Mm-hmm. The way you report players, and you—they even give you feedback. Where if you reported a player for like racism or sexism, mm-hmm. and they check the chat logs, and you're alright, then you get a message saying, "Hey, the person you reported—they're banned." Mm-hmm. Like so, which is also like a nice feeling for you to know that, hey, your your report did something. Yes. Um, yeah. And so it'll so encourage not, you to do no, it more. Like exactly. Not so to falsely
0: to... complain, but to legitimate complaints against people
1: exactly and you're so you're able to like report cheaters all the time so it's rare you bump into cheaters but when you do i've noticed that they do it it's a very vindictive thing like they're doing it because it's like like there, there have been times where i played against in Valorant, i've been in lobbies where i've literally seen someone like go from playing badly to turning their cheats on and it's because they like they they it's because they get salty and they they I just and then they start, they, they start yeah. typing in old chat being like oh my god you guys suck and like it's it's it, it somehow like fuels them i don't, I don't understand know it.
0: i i feel like this is like a bit bigger deeper societal issue <laughs> mm-hmm. in terms of it a, is, a person's personality and upbringing and like uh, I hate to get like super deep but it's like this is like representative of like what's wrong in the world today it's like if, number one like if you're not true like why, like
1: like you're, you're choosing to hurt people you know but I mean? also
0: like you you're hurting yourself like why are you che- mm-hmm. if you suck at the game just get better and if you can't get better then you know what i mean like it's there's no point in it that, that that's i guess my no. ultimate thing what's the point what's the the gain of, of doing will, something like I that? i will
1: say uh reporting well getting rid of cheaters on league and valorant is a lot cheat it's a lot easier because it's five five person games you know what Mm -hmm. i mean it's five people against five people so in total there's 10 people so it's so much easier to like click on the people's names report them Mm -hmm. the report buttons right next to their name if you're in like a big lobby on halo and you're looking for the guy who's cheating like by the time you find his name you might be like ah what's the point you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like it's it's one of those things that people need to make reporting a lot more accessible especially when people are cheating yeah um but this is but yeah i don't think it's a problem that's gonna go away anytime soon which sucks as but long as they're working on it yeah Sounds i haven't hard. bumped into i haven't bumped into much cheaters though i'll be honest you know
0: yeah um we'll see all right uh this I, such... like, like
1: if, if any that is like like i haven't seen any like suspicious like behavior from any any players that mm-hmm. i've seen at least i've seen some players that are really really good mm-hmm. but like nothing that indicates cheats you know like like, no wall hacks or aim hacks or anything like that. Mm. Nothing that I've come across.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, uh, let's transition. You had mentioned uh, Call of Duty Warzone, which actually, I think, factors into this next topic, which is oh, Call of sure Duty...
1: talking about uh, Halo Infinite adding more weapons as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's another thing.
0: So, Halo... We really over... just mentioned that. Yeah, we just mentioned it. It's like, in the future, they said... Uh, I think in a, it was in an interview with... Uh, the head of creative at 343, they basically confirming that they're going to have more, they're going to add more weapons, which makes sense when you do these free to play games and you do seasons, you can only, you know, obviously there's going to be new armors and new skins Mm -hmm. and all that stuff for your weapons and your, all that stuff. But how, how are you going to keep things interesting? Well, you're going to add new guns, new weapons. Um, I do hope that it's not like an new, every new game modes as well. Yeah. Of course.
1: Like that, those are things that they're going to keep things fresh.
0: The only thing I want to say about this, I just hope it, it doesn't happen too often. Like I don't think no, every, it, I don't think every like... season needs one, you know, like once I, in I mean, a while. I think
1: that's exactly what it's going to be. Uh-huh. I think it's going to be every season will be one new gun. Mm-hmm. Like most likely, you know, and then things will get like nerfed later on. Like that's kind of what Fortnite did where like, like, okay not every season but almost almost every season they would introduce a new gun but then further down the line it got to the point of like you got to then remove a gun you know what mm-hmm. i mean they're not going to do that initially but like a year from now if they're adding a new gun every season or whatever they're going to probably start taking away other guns or like mm-hmm. having a gun be a, or maybe i like have a limited gun like fortnite did that as well it was very successful where it's like hey we're putting in like a rail gun this season only next season it's gone you know what mm-hmm. i mean and you don't have to pay for it because it's in the game you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's there for you to use that would be smart. Having multiple game modes, that's going to keep it interesting as well. Um, yeah. But then, what's the, we got this? There's a possible Halo game leak. Yeah, they they said there's I a rumor Halo, that's a new Halo, Halo Wars. Yeah, a new Halo Yeah, there's a we
0: had, we had talked about this before that that hmm. three four three was working on some tor- sort of Halo spin off game. Um, people were speculating that it might have been the next Halo Wars, uh, Halo War Three. I hope it's Halo Wars. Um, it was, yeah, like,
1: Halo Wars is fun.
0: So yeah, it's definitely not Halo. Uh, what would this be? So one, two, five, six, seven. It wouldn't be Halo Seven. Uh, was Halo, Halo
1: War is the the Spartan Assault one, or was it the, the top down view one? Yeah, yeah. It's like RTS. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it uses RTS, a controller. Yeah, that was yeah. that was actually fun. That was yeah. a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Um, I hope it's that. That would be really cool, you yeah. know. And it would be it would be perfect time. I wouldn't say perfect timing, but like because they now have a games as a service. Halo will like Halo has always been in the spotlight, but now it's really going to be one of those things that's constantly like in the spotlight. So it's good to start branching out now, you know. Yeah, I'm not branching out, but like it would be good. Like it would be a good if they can get out another Halo game in like two years from now, and it's like Halo Wars. That'd be great, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of that, this that's kind of connected to what what I want to talk about next, which is the Call of Duty Vanguard mm-hmm. and the sales. Uh, let's see here.
1: I mean, besides the fact that people just don't want... They just don't like Activision and Blizzard, and a lot of people just don't want to support them. Yeah, there's like a
0: a bunch of different um, reasons, but basically it's not selling very well, and there's various reasons. One, some people do not want to support uh, Activision and Blizzard, though that is a a big percentage of it. Some of it is, and I think a lot of it has to do with what they're saying, is like... The game. Well, not just the game, but like there there's too many other games to play like yeah so if call of duty vanguard just came out uh battlefield 2042 just came out halo infinite just came out um this is like they're not the same game but you know it's similar enough games that that are offering a similar type of gameplay and a similar type of experience one you have halo infinite which is which is killing it and mm-hmm. it's it's got everyone's talking about Halo Infinite right now. Um and it's free to play. Uh Vanguard is not. And then the other thing is people are still playing Call of Duty Warzone, you know, which mm-hmm. w- when you talked about Halo uh the next Halo game, the Halo, next Halo game is probably going to be Halo Wars 3 or something else, right? It's not going to be Halo 7. And yeah. Halo 7 is probably who knows? Five years down the line, six, who knows? It's, it's gonna be a while before we see it. One, Halo Infinite, the multiplayer will probably be the you know the thing. It'll be the Fortnite, Apex Legends thing that they're gonna be concerned with and making mm-hmm. them money. And then two, they don't they they've never made Halo games like that where it's like they come out every single year. And that's the problem with Call of Duty is when you you have that many games, and you have all these different names for them, people are gonna be like, okay this call of duty vanguard game well why am i getting this I, I can go play call of duty warzone for free and they're still improving mm-hmm. it and what's new about this i'm playing this one and which one is this one okay next year there's another new one like it's it's, it's like we mentioned before
1: I, I was having this issue like a year ago already where i was like i didn't even know what call of duty was the latest one you know what i mean because there were just so many that mm-hmm. like popped out out of nowhere like from the launch of modern when they re when they read it uh the reboot for modern warfare like i think it's been two games since then and it's like it just it's it just flies the games fly out man at a rate where like you can't keep up like i don't even know what came out after the modern warfare game
0: yeah i mean the they had that one last year what was it called I, I, I forgot.
1: How of I know man.
0: Yeah, so like it's it's just a lot and for for people to just be, you know, constantly yeah. buying everything. We we made the same point about uh, Assassin's Creed. It's it's just it's just too much. Like just, just... Well, for,
1: for the sake of statistics for people listening here, um I know we got the same stats here, but yeah, eleven yeah. percent of people said they're waiting for another game to play um uh, 20% uh, said that they were put off by reviews uh or 4% said by uh sorry or price mm-hmm. uh, by 4% not interested in World War II games uh, 24% did not want to support Activision or Blizzard due to business practices of employees yeah 6% felt the community was full of cheaters 3% thought single player mode wasn't good enough oh you know what I'm reading these backwards my bad um it was sorry it was 24% for people who were just not interested in World War 2.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
1: the majority of the people were just not interested in the setting by the mm-hmm. by the looks of things, you know. Only 6% of people said that they didn't um like the business practices, which is odd. 3% said they don't That's care what I'm saying. It, it yeah, it's it's yeah.
0: less about the protest and more about the game and the franchise itself. Like 14% are is already happy with Warzone, so and then 11% mm-hmm. are waiting for another game or playing other games as we speak. Like that's no and remember 20, this, yeah. this remember this
1: 20, is I mean 20% of people just don't like the reviews. That's a big that's a huge chunk of people just looking yeah. at the reviews and going no thank you, you know. So the and, fact that it's not good either, that also plays a role.
0: Yeah, and they were saying that they they did a survey of 671 uh convention attendees at PAX and EGX and they said that of all of those 671, 284 of them had had purchased a Call of Duty game in sometime in the last five years, but only 21% said they had bought Vanguard. You know what I mean? So you're not retaining yeah. people who are actually people who are fans of the franchise that have purchased stuff recently. So yeah, it's it's just you know, I I believe they just need to figure things out or, or focus on Warzone and not try to, you know. That's why, like, the whole Blackout thing, when they did the Blackout thing, like, I thought that was weird.
1: Uh, yeah, that was. Like, I didn't get I actually that. En- I, actually, I actually enjoyed that. Like, I enjoyed their Blackout mode, but it was like they got rid of it. And they were like, we're doing Warzone, and I actually liked Warzone less than Blackout. Um, but, yeah, that was just me personally. But it was weird the way that they did that, you know?
0: Yeah. Just anyways, they, they just need to focus and get things in line in terms of like what is actually yeah.
1: what do people I actually think, want... I think it's because the blackout map was clearer. Mm-hmm. Like for me, like there's a like my issue with Warzone is is like there's the the map is very busy. Yeah. I wouldn't say full of people, but like uh, like just in terms of like trees, grass, bushes, like the, there's so much of that going around where it's like I you you can mm-hmm. hide so easily. Whereas blackout was like a lot mm-hmm. of concrete, a lot of like buildings, You could, it was a lot easier to see. Um, so I preferred it a bit more.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, uh, let's move on to Arcane. Uh, well, first, there's the news that it's officially getting the second season. So, uh, you know, obviously based on the League of Legends. Um, so they they posted like a short little trailer. I mean, I think this was kind of a a given, uh, given that the both the critical and um, fan response to
1: the to the yeah. series like people who not not just fan response well i mean fan response yes but not just fan re- dude people who never even heard of league of legends love yep. the show you know yep. what i mean
0: yeah so anyways not a big surprise can't wait for season two and mm-hmm. let's just talk about season one in a non-spoiler way i finally finished it i binged it it's it's fantastic I mean Oh yeah. From from the gorgeous animation, which they do kind of like this
1: two D slash All in house three D by the it. way, that's that's in house. That's Riot. That's not other another production company. That's all in house. That's the most impressive thing for me is for so i'm so sorry to, to interrupt but for years people were like coming to riot saying we want to make a league of legends tv show people like like production companies coming to them saying please let us make a tv show let us make a movie and then eventually like for a long for the longest time riot games is like no nah nah we don't feel like it no and then they're like boom we use our own in-house animation studio you know what i mean they're like because people loved the um every like every time there was a league of legends trailer people loved them like these animations were fantastic you know what i mean mm-hmm. so they used their in-house animation like a- animators you know that's that's the thing i like the most about this like they used their own team they didn't go somewhere else they gave their team of animators a chance they were like you guys do video games do you want to do a series you know what i mean like they gave them that opportunity and i think that's so cool
0: No, I'm trying to see cuz I thought I had heard that uh, some sort of French studio had done their their anime animation. As I
1: know as far as I know that they, they used in like in-house animators for mm-hmm. a lot of it, you know. Well, maybe maybe they did both. Us, but, yeah. Maybe they
0: did both. I don't know. But anyways, the animation yeah. is gorgeous. It's kind of a mix of like hand-drawn style with 3D um the music is great in it uh you
1: said you said it best a while ago it almost looks like painted you know what i mean like it it has that like effect of if you ever look at like a digital art that kind of looks like it's digital art but it's like Mm. painted digital art Mm. it has that effect to it so it's very like it's very beautiful
0: Mm. yeah so definitely it's a great looking series um and it's you know the storyline don't want to spoil too much of it, but it has a great storyline with different characters that, you know, when I started to research it after I had seen the entire series and looked into it, it's like a lot of this stuff had already been established, you know, obviously they didn't go into super, super detail, but the whole kind of story of, of, of Zahn and Piltover and V and Jinx and all that stuff you know lore has who... been
1: there for years yeah
0: yeah so they were able to take what already existed and then just fleshed it out to such a great degree and give you know characters that you actually cared about and relationship dynamics and yeah and the action is fantastic in it too
1: the characters have so much depth and the, uh, the there's character arcs is progression and this has been done so much better than other TV shows I've seen lately. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, like real life people. I've I've seen like like I've seen less emotional depth from a person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but the point is like these characters are so well fleshed out. But to be fair, Riot's been fleshing these characters out for more than ten years. You know, mm-hmm. like the groundwork was there for them. The lore was there. I think I even told you previously there's actually an entire map of like the world yes. of league of legends and yeah. you can see all the cities next to each other and stuff which is uh really interesting to look at because towards the end um without any spoilers um well another character gets introduced that's from like uh a king like a, a mm-hmm. nearby city or a nearby kingdom you know what i mean mm-hmm. so the, uh, which is a whole different like group of people that you can like like play in league of legends too, like because that's all that's like its own like it has its own lore and its own story there um So there's there's so much. Here's the thing. If this show continues to do well, they could get so many seasons out of this. Because even they could, well, even they could do a, a, they could even do um what's the word I'm looking for? Like a spinoff series about a different city. You know what I mean? And about different characters that are in an entirely different city. Living, having their own backstory, their own stories. You know what I mean? Because I'm I'm really, really excited for the future of this series, Dennis. It looks amazing. People are loving it. The, yeah. it's just it's so beautiful it's crisp the the voice actors did an amazing job yeah the music the music is killer yeah absolutely killer um i i don't know if i mentioned this last week i, th- I thought it was so funny but um at the it's not the red carpet event but they, they did some kind of event yeah where they had they... a couple str- that, yeah they had a couple streamers over they like uh they showed off like the first couple episodes. And one of the interviewers is interviewing Mike Shinoda, but she doesn't know who. But she has no idea who Mike Shinoda is. So she's like, so she's interviewing this guy, vibing with him, and she's like, so what are you doing here? And he's like, well, I'm more into Valorant. Mm-hmm. I really feel like I told this story last week. I'm not too sure. I don't think Anyways, so. He's like, yeah, I love Valorant. I'm really into Valorant, you know. So I'm a bit of a fish out of water because I don't know much about League of Legends. So the person's like, oh, that's so interesting. So, so who are you? What do you, what are you with? And he, and he's like, oh, I'm just. I I, I I played in a band called Lincoln Park, and then you just see the look on this lady's face <laughs> just drop, where it's like it's live as well. It was all live. Didn't like you? how did you how, how did you not? And she actually then proceeds to do one of the more cringiest things I've seen do, which is she started then bowing down and worshiping yeah. him, saying she's not worthy, not um, worthy. of The just... person
0: she had no idea who was she. He was like a second exactly.
1: Ago. Yeah. I mean, she obviously recognized the the Lincoln Linkin Park, Park uh, name. Yeah. Yeah, you recognize that, but yeah, I was just so crazy. Um I didn't know Mike Shinoda plays Valorant, but apparently he likes to play Valorant. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, if you if you are watching this and or and or listening to this, do yourself a favor and watch Arcane. Yeah. Even if you've never played League of Legends, you don't have to you don't have to know anything. You don't have z-
0: zero. You you can know it's absolute so zero. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Supposed, so it's supposed to really, be a prequel really anyway, too. So it's like mm-hmm. it's just telling you the story of what happened before. And how they got to the point. So, if you know nothing, you don't, it doesn't matter because you, you know, you, yeah, nothing really is necessary to know about League Mm. of Legends before watching the series. So,
1: yeah, I mean, like, I knew a fair amount of League of Legends before this, and it literally, all the knowledge I had was. Like, like, I mean, there were moments where I was like, oh, my God. Like, in the beginning, I knew mm-hmm. who Echo was as soon as I saw the kid. Okay. I was like, that's Echo. Okay. I was like, I knew. I even, like, looked at my friend. I was like, I bet you. I uh-huh. bet you that kid is going to grow up and become Echo. And then, boom. Well, even before before he grows up, they actually do call him Echo. And yeah. I was like, okay, it confirms it. But yeah. when he first shows up, you don't know who he is, you know? So that was cool. So if you do know the game, you do get little hints like that where you see characters and mm-hmm. you see references. Like, little Easter eggs for you if you do know the game and stuff like that but even if you don't it is such a rewarding show to watch regardless of that uh, and if you enjoy it and you want to know more about the lore of League of Legends they they released like they they released an, uh, a turn-based RPG Legend of the Ruined King I think or it could be like it could be something else but it has the the title Ruined King in it I just I played it recently for the first time I like it I really enjoy turn-based RPGs like like old school Final Fantasy mm-hmm. and it's a good way to Um, get the the lore of Runeterra without having to like read too much into Mm -hmm. it or play their like disappointing card game that Mm -hmm. didn't do too well. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. Uh, So that's it about Arcane. Uh, We may be doing a a spoiler review later on. If you guys are Mm -hmm. interested in doing that or seeing that, let us know your thoughts. Um, All right. Move on to some smaller news pieces. Uh, Dragon Age's senior creative director has left Bioware, uh, Matt Goldberg. Goldman Um, so they mutually parted ways Uh, so I don't know how that reflects on this next, uh,
1: dragon age. I mean, he didn't even have his own statement. They made a statement for him. Yes.
0: They said, Matt Goldman you is know. no longer working at Bioware. He leaves the next dragon age game in excellent hands with the team here at the studio who will carry forward our vision for the game.
1: So that doesn't you say know, like if, if it was mutual, he would have said something himself. You well, know? see. If it was he mutual. is
0: not saying that it's in good hands yeah. and he's not saying like they, they'll carry forward the vision. It's, it's, it's EA saying that and Matt Goma's no longer working there. So, you know, who knows what's kind of going on w- with that mm. game.
1: That's just, yeah, a... I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, God, I hope, look, I, I, I love the dragon age series. So I really hope that they will, if, if, if this creates a pattern, then I'm gonna be sad because the pattern I'm thinking of is if this game does suck, then they've orish- they've officially created a pattern where every second game sucks. Because Dragon Age 2 was like it was the it was very linear. Yes, which is I, like I mean like ridiculously linear. I played a couple hours really and bad. I stopped. Yeah, it's 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 the most linear thing I've and ever. And they played also
0: in tried to make it more. Um, like action, the combat RPG is Yeah, was combat with like strat Yeah, more strategy. Less RPG. Yeah. You
1: couldn't create a character. You had to like you got. To, they gave you a character as well. You couldn't even create a character. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was, it was uh, anyway, it wasn't so very story based. Yeah. Very. Story-based. I hope that it's. I hope that it doesn't follow like the curse of like now every second game's gonna suck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I really hope that's not the case because uh, Inquisition was amazing. Yes. Well, actually, I would say it was amazing. It was really good. It was really. really I, I really good. liked and, it actually i would say the the multiplayer expansion was really good mm-hmm. um they uh and then there was a lot of it. they released so much dlc for that game that was all the dlc for me is what made that game amazing the game was like a, an 8 out of 10 for me and the dlc made it a 10 out of 10 for me
0: mm-hmm. um here's another thing that you brought up it is also uh in a similar vein is so Respawn's uh, Vince Zambella is taking on a larger role in the Battlefield franchise as uh, Dice GM departs EA. So, uh, Mm. Dice General Manager Oscar Gabrielson is leaving the company at the end of the year to pursue another role outside of EA. Um, So, you know, another kind of large Important. Uh... Well, someone has to take the place. You know, somebody yeah. to step up there. Yeah. So it's just. Um, yeah, interesting. I mean, I, you know, we can only You're speculate on why. And also, you got to yeah. speculate on why had it did it have to do with the underperformance of twenty forty two. Is it? You know what I mean?
1: Was he someone I, that didn't was? He at... le- didn't he leave on his own, like vices, or he chose to leave?
0: Yeah, but I mean, you know, sometimes even if it's on your own it's it's sometimes look, there's look, a will reason
1: 2040 2042 runs pretty okay on the higher-end uh, systems it's just not very it's just not optimized like i wanted to say it's not optimized very well it's it's barely optimized mm-hmm. like for for lower-end uh, machines and stuff like that and consoles uh, it's sad because i do think that it's going to be a fantastic game a year from now maybe even mm-hmm. less maybe half a year from now like because the foundations of that game are so good um, I uh, I played a bit of it, um, I think it was the beta or something, uh, right before it came out. I, and I played the beta and I was like, I don't want to spend money on this, but I do want to buy it when it's fixed, because I knew they were going to fix it, because I was like, this if they can fix it, this is going to be a really, really fun game. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I played it, the game was so ridiculously broken. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was so ridiculously broken. So you can buy it in like,
0: a, you know, six months from now for like... Mm. 40 bucks or something like that
1: it might help by then it might be on ea play which is yeah. like game pass you know so yeah. who knows
0: yeah but fingers uh, crossed for that all right this is my last thing and i know you have a few things uh valve confirms there won't be any steam deck exclusive games mm-hmm. uh it doesn't make much sense it's a pc and you should just play games like pc like this makes total sense because remember they're not selling the Steam Deck to try and make a profit. Remember, they're losing money on making this thing. What they're they want to get people onto Steam. Yes, they're using this. If they didn't own Steam and make the thirty percent cut that they make on games, they would never make this console. You know what I mean? There's no reason yeah. for them to make this console, especially at that price point. So makes sense. Why? Why would you limit limit what your buy uh, users can play and buy? to a system that you're losing money on you know so
1: i mean also because of the way that it was built like they initially said like if you really wanted to you can run whatever operating system you want on this yeah and by by that means there's no way it could have been any like um platform specific games you know what i mean like if there's something you want to play that's not on steam just uh, install Linux and then install the Epic Games browser or the Microsoft Store, or literally, get, you can literally get Game Pass yeah. on your Steam uh, Steam Deck. You know what I mean? So maybe I'll yeah. do
0: that instead.
1: <laughs> it, it's <laughs> hey, not a bad choice. Sh- because yeah. look, you don't have to be running Steam OS. You can just literally, you can literally run Windows or Linux and then still install Steam, and you can have all yeah. of them. You know, you can have all the launchers. Yeah. You don't have to have the the like uh, this. The OS isn't bad. I think the OS is going to be. D- do very well with kids you know what mm. i mean or anybody younger you know what i mean who doesn't really want to who might not be too like uh savvy with computers because SteamOS is essentially like when i first used SteamOS, i don't know how much they've changed it it's very much controller like used yes by a controller their um their typing thing is actually i love their typing thing because it was um you don't like it. Wasn't a keyboard you clicked on. It was you would hold specific buttons, and then that would give you an option of like three mm-hmm. letters, and you can use the stick to select one. So you could type super fast on a controller with SteamOS, which I thought was super cool.
0: Yeah. Um, so you know, not unexpected. Oh, um, in terms of uh, some VR news, the, just too quickly. Uh, Quest headsets make up now of forty per, more than forty percent of Steam VR, which Mine's is getting here on the tenth
1: nice i'm excited man yeah okay. i i did decide to get the uh, the pro strap it definitely yes, seems you it. should it, it, is. it is it is
0: yeah. the, the 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 strap that it comes with right now is worse than the strap for the quest one so it's actually oh, more wow. yeah. it's actually less comfortable than the quest one even though it's a newer product unless you have I, the pro strap
1: yeah I decided to go with the two fifty gig or the two fifty six gig. The it's a
0: one. it's a right choice. I yeah. made the wrong choice because at that time all the games were like a gig or under and then recently. Well, they... the
1: one you have isn't even available anymore, like you said. Yeah.
0: Mine's only sixty-four. At least the new yeah. ones are one twenty eight. Um but uh this game, Moss uh Book Two, is coming oh, out yeah, in spring twenty twenty two. It's one of the more popular and critically uh loved games on the quest. And uh, the next one's coming out in spring. So that's nice to hear. It's just funny, you know, on the previous topic, like the Quest headsets being more than 40% of Steam VR. Remember, Quest headsets are mobile. They have their own, you know, you're, you're buying the games through the, the Quest store on them. But yeah. because you have Air Link and you can, you know, you can actually play Steam VR games through the headset that way, now people are using it and Steam is still making money off it, so Steam doesn't care if,
1: you know, they're isn't, they're happy um, for it. isn't the Oculus Quest getting Wi Fi six support? I'm um, not was, sure. No, no, that's sorry, that's the new that's the new Vive Focus. Oh uh, okay. Um the new Vive Focus is getting Wi Fi six support so that obviously you can stream games to mm-hmm. it. Uh to get the whole wireless aspect of that. Yeah. I will say the new Vive Focus does look good, but uh it's Price point, I would still rather get the Quest to You know. Yeah.
0: Um, all right. So that's all I have. I know you had a few items that you wanted to talk about.
1: Um, not too much. We'll quickly cover this one, which is that Sony is working on a PlayStation controller for mobile. It essentially looks like a PlayStation Four controller mm-hmm. that's literally been cut, kind of like cut in half, and you're attaching it to the sides of your uh, mm-hmm. controller, which I. Uh, there's, a, there's obviously a lot of controllers out there that already do that. Raz, Razer has a really good one that they launched, like, uh, I think, was it this year or last year? It's pretty expensive, but it's really good. Um, but I'm assuming Sony is launching this because obviously they have PlayStation Now, which is their streaming service for video games. Uh, and if, if PlayStation Now is supported by, um, I believe it's supported by Microsoft Edge browser, so like in other browsers. So if you're able to get your... Uh, if you're able to run your PlayStation Now games onto you there, it would make sense then, because now you have a PlayStation controller for the PlayStation games that you're streaming onto your mobile device. At least I'm assuming that's what it's for, um, but most likely it'll be something that can be used for other games, like in the like in the App Store. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like normal games too, because they'll then be getting their money off the hardware from it. Though I do think the end goal here would most likely be, ga- be to get gamers on, well, to get people onto their streaming service, you know. Though there's no mention of that, I'm assuming that that's what it's for, yeah. you know, moving forward. Makes it sense, like, makes I, sense. I'm, su- I'm actually surprised that Xbox isn't doing something like this because X Cloud is like, well, then again, here's the thing. If you've got the latest if you've got the newer ps4 controllers or the newer xbox controllers that have the better bluetooth you can be you can attach your you can use the controller on your phone via bluetooth and then you just need to buy like an attachment so you can clip your phone on top of it so xbox doesn't necessarily have to make their own like rival thing yeah in actual fact playstation technically doesn't have to make this either yes they can you can bluetooth connect but maybe the there'll be less input lag because i have noticed there's quite even with the newer controllers there's quite a bit of input lag through bluetooth onto the mobile so hopefully this like plugs maybe it i think i don't know if it's going to be bluetooth or it plugs in it looks like it would be plugging in somewhere but then no no that can't be and it's got to be bluetooth because they would have to make so many different ports you know what i mean for different like phones and different yeah yeah i don't think it's going to be that so it's most likely bluetooth but maybe it'll be focused more on a uh, a more responsive version, which would be nice. Hmm. That's the reason the Razer handheld was selling so well is because it was the, the response time on it. Um, there was no delay. So that's interesting. I think that's going to be for the streaming service. Okay, I'm leaving this for later. Um, Qualcomm and Razer made a handheld gaming device. Um, they said that you can't buy yet. I don't know when it comes out. It's Android to...
0: OS based though, right?
1: I think... Yeah, so. I'm looking I mean...
0: at it right now. It's an Android OS uh gaming the, device the, the,
1: the screen it shows it looks like they're playing minecraft dungeons which i don't think you can get on android uh, but it
0: says you can also stream from the cloud or from your po- console well, or pc they, so you can play game pass on it yeah it says you can stream uh from your pc
1: oh and there's it, the play store yeah i see that makes sense it is, it is android based because i can see the play stores on there on the on the main screen and then i can see all like there is like mobile games there too
0: i mean that's the next move it 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 streaming games instead of you actually mm-hmm. having to own the systems or the consoles or maybe you do own the systems and consoles but they you know are are able to stream it to you from any location so
1: the, the gpu can run games at 144 frames a second which is impressive also not necessary because it only no. has 120 it only has 120 refresh rate so you're not going to get you're only going to get 120 frames you know yeah but it's nice to know that it can it has that extra power you know what i mean yeah. um it has a 6.65 inch uh oled screen 125 hertz with full hd resolution that's that's pretty impressive uh built in five megapixel camera it's got a uh, webcam Kind of yeah, 1080, 1080p, by, 1080p by 60 frames, which is really impressive for a webcam. Yeah. Um, like, not, not a lot of webcams can give you 1080p at 60 frames. Uh, with two mics, not too sure I understand why there's two mics. Um, but anyways, there's four-way speakers. It has haptic feedback, though I'm not too sure how much haptic feedback we're talking here. Like, Are we talking PlayStation 5 DualSense controller haptic feedback? Or are we talking like, yeah, it vibrates a bit, you know? <laughs> Uh, or maybe it has adaptive triggers or something, you know. Uh, it has active cooling, support for Wi-Fi 6, because like you said, this is going to be for streaming games. So it makes sense it has uh, support for Wi-Fi 6 and mm-hmm. 6E, and support for 5G, MMWave, and Sub-6. I'm not sure what those are. Let's go to USB-C port, um, which, I mean, it's got to kind of have to have. So you can even uh, attach an external display yeah. and use it that way as well. I, there's no price point on it as far as I know. But it's gonna have to be competitive with the Steam Deck. But even yeah. then, the Steam Deck is just the smarter choice because you don't necessarily have to stream your games. Streaming is the way to move forward, but you know, you never know when the power grid's gonna go out or, yeah, you know. I've also uh, well, go- uh, a lot
0: of this mobile gaming. And also remember, like when you download let's say shows off netflix or or whatever to watch later it's because you can't don't have access to streaming right like exactly like why yeah. do you stock up on like downloading a bunch of tv shows uh, on your ipad or tablet or whatever it's so oh when you go on the airplane you can watch it you know so i, I would so assume I want, yeah. mobile gaming would be similar in the case it of, would be
1: better yeah it would be better to download then, in that case you know what i mean or if you can, if you could like that's why it's going to be that's why PlayStation Now is well I, i'm xcloud is going to be the same way but PlayStation Now has the thing where it's like you can stream ps3 games you can stream ps4 games or you can download them yeah. like it gives you the choice you can download them or you can stream them you know what i mean so that's so that's always nice you know what i mean but then it, it's all but then again it's an issue of like if you downloaded a game from you got from a subscription um you need an on. You need to be online for them to know that you have an active subscription. You know what I mm-hmm. mean. Otherwise, yeah. you can literally like get the subscription, turn the, your Wi-Fi off for months, and like play a game that you only paid a dollar for or whatever. You know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, most things have like some sort of like monthly check or whatever.
1: Yeah, you gotta like log in once a month or something. Yeah, pay, that would make sense to me. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, um, the last bit of news I have here is, like, I like. I mean, I could talk about this for hours, but. I got to be up in six hours to go mm-hmm. help my brother take his car, uh, to the shop. But my favorite streamer, Ludwig, Ludwig Ogren, mm-hmm. uh, he just signed an exclusive deal with YouTube and he is now streaming exclusively on YouTube. Um, and we're talking about the guy who did the subathon. He was breaking records on Twitch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, He's very charismatic. I love this person. He's worked very closely with Twitch. He even has a show called Hive Mind with Twitch on Twitch's main channel, which he even I think there's still an episode left of that, even though he is now exclusively on uh, YouTube. And this dis- this decision, by the looks of things, wasn't exactly easy for him to make because he his preference was Twitch. Like he had gotten the deal from YouTube, and then he went to Twitch. I believe he went to Twitch with uh, with that saying, "Hey, look, this is what they're offering me." You know what I mean? Can you, can you combat that? Because I would, I would like to stay here, but I'm not going to be dumb and turn down the money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and what it kind of came down to is that, like, I'm not too sure if Twitch offered him the same deal, but the point of it is is that it all came down to the fact that he truly felt like YouTube cared more. Mm-hmm. And once he had like come out and said that, a lot of other people who, Caired, who cared cared more with, with people, money, <laughs> no, cared more in terms of like your involvement. Like uh. they're willing to, t- like with Twitch, if you if you if you're one of the biggest streamers on Twitch and you say, hey Twitch, I said I may I this is the suggestion I have for you guys, they're not gonna give a shit. They're just mm-hmm. not. Whereas YouTube, especially because they're signing you on, but even like, like like a, like you know months after after their deals, people like there's other. Other streamers on YouTube are saying like their team listens more if they have an issue with like if they see like they'll take their advice like they're actually willing to listen and they're actually they care more about the platform and where it's going and they're like more willing to like listen to them than Twitch like Twitch literally will not listen to you Mm -hmm. doesn't matter how big of a streamer you are they will not listen to you they don't care about you. it's it's twitch is one of those things where it's like you're making money we're making money you know you don't want to you don't you want to stream somewhere else go we don't care we're still making money because we have so many other streamers even if they're not big there's so many other small streamers they have you know uh but it's one of those things where it's changed the plat it's changed the dynamic of the industry so much not just ludwig but like this is now like the fifth i think it's the fifth like big streamer that youtube has snagged from twitch in the past year and we're talking big streamers you know what i mean they got courage they got tim the tatman um Valk- Valkyrie signed mm-hmm. one you know what i mean so i'm very interested to see as to where this is going to go in a couple of years from now i think a lot of people are making the move to, tw- uh, to to youtube it's still twitch is still the best place for you to be if you're starting out your streaming career but if you have what it takes to put in the effort in youtube it I think it's actually better to stream on YouTube than it is on Twitch currently because you're only going to get your 70, 30% split if you're a Twitch partner, which is damn, I would, I I don't, it's not impossible, but it is really difficult to get becoming a Twitch affiliate is relatively easy. A a lot of you can, you can become a Twitch affiliate, super easy. You need an average viewership of, I think three or four uh, for the month. And you need over a certain amount of watch time with YouTube, YouTube, only has one stepping stone they don't have like oh you become an affiliate then you become a partner with youtube as soon as you're in their ad ad preference thing you get the 76 you you get your 70 30 split that every twitch streamer wants all you need to do i believe is reach reach like a thousand subscribers and have a certain amount of like watch hours and reaching a thousand subscribers on youtube is a lot more difficult than becoming an affiliate on twitch Hmm. Like noticeably difficult like some yeah. people can grind for that But then the thing is you're on YouTube you can make shorts you can make YouTube videos Yeah, like yeah. And there's a conversion right there. You know what I mean? Whereas twitch It's just yeah. streaming and then people yeah. have your clips But like on YouTube someone could see Like a highlight reel that you uploaded and then follow your channel through that way mm-hmm. So it's not like you're getting a thousand subscribers to your uh, to your your streaming channel You're getting a thousand subscribers to your YouTube channel, which is all which you, if you are streaming You should be making all sorts of content You know what i mean like or at least or hire an editor or a friend to like take your uh your daily um vods and like make clips and put them to your youtube or whatever so moving forward it's one of those things where right now twitch isn't worried because every single person who wants to stream goes to twitch you know what i mean that's just the way it is um but i think in a year or two from now people are going to realize that it's harder to become a streamer on youtube but if you can get over that first hurdle you you're then getting more money than you would from twitch like mm-hmm. you're getting more of the cut you know what i mean whereas like if you want if you want that 70 30 split on twitch you need to become partnered with twitch which is very like i'm once again very difficult very very difficult you know what i mean yeah. on on youtube you could you could literally be you could have like fifty thousand subscribers on youtube um be be killing it you know what i mean be killing it with money and then streaming on and you can still stream on twitch in your spare time and you still wouldn't be like making as much money or getting partner that's my own opinion though it's Mm -hmm. obviously different for everybody but right now the market is finally getting competitive for the longest time twitch twitch still doesn't care right now but i think get i I think a year from now twitch is going to start worrying they're going to start worrying well remember like yeah
0: yeah mixer they were worried about it because they were like the number two and then mixer Mm -hmm. you know obviously we, you know pull the plug yeah. pull the plug and so now you have Facebook gaming you have YouTube gaming they're all they're trying to vie for that number 2 spot right now mm-hmm. um youtube has the benefit of already having an uh you know they already had like streaming as part of their their platform uh, it just wasn't as popular especially for games for than twitch um so they already have that kind of in- inherent like uh, base um, so it looks like they just kind of want to expand on that and get, yeah. get further into there
1: I do want to say as well that they did leave on good terms like Twitch tweeted out mm-hmm. basically saying you're a mogul in every sense which um, kind of his thing a mogul is a, a is essentially a creature from Final Fantasy but Ludwig it's part of like Ludwig's brand uh, uh, he, calls, he calls it mogul moves and mogul money things like that anyways so they said you're a mogul in every sense ludwig best of luck and keep doing uh, big things out there so they tweeted that out like he's obviously like this wasn't like a salty move or anything mm. he like, may
0: come back and who knows whenever his contract who knows, well, is who knows
1: how yeah who knows how long his contract is yeah the, the video was very subtle his announcement video was him driving in a purple car and then switching to a red car because purple is twitch and red is youtube so mm. that was his like subtle reveal which i quite liked um, but yeah, I would say that the market for streaming is finally getting competitive between YouTube and Twitch now. Like it's like they were making these moves for a while and everyone has been thinking like, is it gonna make any impact? And it hasn't made an impact yet, but I think it's really going to soon. Like a year from now, we're gonna be talking about YouTube streaming differently. Mm-hmm. Cause well, right now we don't talk, nobody talks about it. It's not exactly easy to like, if you go on YouTube, and you're on your recommended list and you see like it's very rare that a stream a live stream gets recommended to you you know what i mean it's very rare yeah so youtube still has a long way to go but the thing is youtube is listening to their creators you know what i mean or at least their twitch streamers i mean not the, sorry youtube streamers. streamers yeah they're youtube they're listening to them They're. St- i mean they're still not listening to their content creators <laughs> on certain things but um at the same time they're listening but but they're growing the streaming atmosphere therefore they're listening to their streamers they're listening to their advice because they have more experience than than they do you know yeah. what i mean so yeah it's finally getting competitive i'm very excited for that because i love twitch but i have so many problems with twitch and twitch twitch doesn't care about changing they do not care because they make so much money until something becomes like a brand issue they don't care or like a brand risk they do they do not care but i hope that this will at least make twitch go okay maybe we should start making some changes to make our platform a bit better you know and it's a good platform as is but it's like it's just whenever there's an issue on twitch they just don't listen they just like ignore any of the problems you know yeah
0: all right well we'll we'll see how that goes uh anything else
1: um no that's about it for me
0: all right cool um I guess that's it for this episode. I want to thank everyone who's been watching or listening. You still can subscribe to this YouTube channel, youtube.com revog, or follow us or subscribe to our podcast feed, which is on anchor.fm or it's on Spotify. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at thinkhero, Instagram, T-Z-E-N-G-M. Can't even uh, spell, my, spell my own name. Um, Josh, where can people find you?
1: You guys can find me on Twitch at uh, it's Thespis um and most likely after what i've just spoken you guys will most likely see me streaming on youtube soon as well under the same name uh and please give us a comment and like if you're watching this on youtube it does Mm -hmm. help with the algorithm especially the like so give us that like we really would appreciate it
0: yeah all right Uh, until next time and we'll see you guys later
1: later